Hello friends, this is Carrie White and you are listening to the Misconceptions Podcast. You've got to be freaking kidding me. How? How did they get a bus down there? What are all these kids doing? Oh my gosh. In that lab coat and the freaky monster things. Oh no, Nick. Is Nick okay? Okay, Nick. Why didn't I ever track down Nick? Oh my gosh. Okay. Someone's gonna die. I'm gonna kill Jacoby. And the music man. And it's going to feel great. better hurry up i only have enough disc space to record 51 more hours and 34 more minutes <laughs> i thought you'd be serious for a second all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, previously on misconceptions the crew found the hideout of the rat pack and uh it was like this Fun, 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 and fancy-free park of joviality and fun times down in the sewers. And these kids were left unsupervised, having fun. And then these adults rolled in here and started asking a lot of questions. Um, and uh, Faye found the uh, one of the children that she was a a ward for a few weeks ago and had left to join the Rat Pack and after talking to him made him realize that hey maybe the Rat Pack isn't a good thing because they killed people and uh, that's not good and by talking to X-Man and talking to Daryl the the eldest of all the Rat Pack members and their self-appointed king I guess um, found out that the Music Man was supplying them with what they need and would come in and uh, choose people for missions. Uh, And apparently he had chosen some of the kids from the Rat Pack the night before to place those bombs and explode everything. And apparently a doctor in a lab coat was there with some creepy monsters. Uh, And... Yeah. So that happened. And... uh, the kid named Alex, who had escaped the Rat Pack before and had been saved by Faye and Esther, uh, was dragged screaming back down into the sewers. And then a tense situation uh, where the crew was going to save Alex. And then all of a sudden, all the kids snapped into this trance-like space and started saying, kill, 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 repeatedly and repeatedly. Uh, thanks to some quick thinking from Rin and a burning of his tag, he was able to blare this music to distract the kids long enough for the crew to escape into the sewers, grabbing Alex and grabbing X-Man, who was in a similar tranced-out state. Um, But you escaped into the sewers, leaving those kids behind, much to the heartbreak of Faye, 
but y'all just dust it off into the sewer. Where do we pick up with y'all? Are you running through the sewers? Yeah, I think so. You are sprinting through the sewers. Alex still has his hands over his ears. Um, uh, X-Man uh, has come to his senses now, or kind of, but he's like struggling against... Who grabbed him? Oh, Bill grabbed him. Uh, he's struggling against you, Bill. Like, wordlessly trying to get out of your grasp as you're running. Uh, but you are sprinting through... Uh, taking your way back to the way you came uh, and you climb back up you scoot that manhole cover over to the side and you crawl out into the night air of the uh, of the city night where are we going uh, anywhere but here uh, with the hundreds of children that want to kill us they're not going to remember anything um, let's get these boys back to the apartment alright let's go Okay. I don't know what we're waiting for. Okay, we'll go ahead and cut to the apartment. Um, all the way there, X-Men doesn't say anything, and he just has this wide-eyed look and keeps trying to escape whoever is holding him down. Um, like, whenever you all try to get into the car or vehicle or whatever brought you here, uh, Bill, like, lets go of him for a second, and X-Men just starts booking it for the, the manhole cover, and Bill, like, has to tackle him, wrestle him to the ground... And you finally get him into the car. I assume that you're still taking him with you, even if he's trying to escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have that scene, and then you get to the uh, the apartment. How have you restrained uh, X Man? I mean, this is a classic banana leaf situation. <laughs> banana leaf sock all the way. Um, Esther wants to inspire calm. Okay. I'll say that you can inspire calm enough to like put him asleep without having to roll for it. And he, you. We still have the pallet that Luke was on. Yeah. So. And so you just lay him out on that pallet. Right. Uh, and Alex is with y'all as well, more conscious and more with it yeah. than X Man. Alex, how did you break out of the trance? I don't, I don't know. Uh,. Whenever y'all came to my house, things were still kind of fuzzy, and I I could still hear the music. But then the longer I was away, the music went away, and as the music got quieter, I remembered everything. Uh, the magic man, the things he made me do. The magic man? The magic man. <laughs> The magic man can. <laughs> no, let me back up. Okay. Uh, and as the music faded away, I started to remember more about the music man and the things he made me do. I I, I started to remember all of it. And, and I was going to call you. You gave me a card with your name and number and things written on it. and And then they found me. They broke into my room and... They, they told me the music man wanted me because I was remembering and they were going to take me and, and, and my dad came in there and he tried to fight him but they, they knocked him out and, and my mom well she couldn't do anything and then they just took me wow um, okay um, where do you want to go home 
right now? Is it safe there? I, I honestly don't know, Alex. Probably not. I mean, if his parents can't even take care of him. It's not that his parents can't take care of him. It's that there's a psycho after him. Well, yes, if his parents can't can't take care of him because there's a group of children breaking into his house. I would say he's probably safer here because they don't know that he would be here. Most likely. Alex, do you know your parents' phone number? Uh, yeah. Why don't we give him a call and you can let him know that you're going to spend the night with us and um, that will keep you safe and then tomorrow we can figure something out. I think my dad would want me to come home probably. Why don't we just tell him that we're afraid that they're going to come back for you and they won't know where you are if you're with us. Okay. Can I borrow a phone? Bloop, 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 bloop. He takes it. And he like, can I call them in a room somewhere? Yeah, of course. Faye takes him down to her room. Okay. And he dials out the number and calls. And while he's calling, what are y'all doing? I'm You're listening? Listening, yeah. Okay, okay. So you, you hear, uh, like, he has a short conversation with his, his mom answers the phone. Hey, mom. She's like, oh, oh are you okay? Where are you? I, I'm, I'm with some nice people. Uh, no, mom, they're not the ones that, that got me. These are actually nice people. Uh, but they think I'll be more safe here. Uh, um, she would like to talk to you. And she, he hands you the phone. Hi. Hello? Who are you? What do you want? Oh, we don't want anything. We just want to keep your kiddo safe. Um, He's safe here. Why did you take him? Oh, we didn't take him, ma'am. We didn't. We found him tonight, and we... He was... The people who did take him... It just wasn't a good situation, and so we got him out. But they said he said that they found him at your house, and it doesn't seem like that's a safe place for him right this minute. And so I want you to know that we can protect him. We have the ability to, and we were hoping tomorrow we could figure out a plan. I want to be with my son. Of course you do. Of course you do. He was missing for weeks, and now he's gone again. I know. I know. Um, why don't you work tonight at finding a new place to live, and we will meet you tomorrow morning, first thing. You're just like, why don't you find a new house tonight? <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Esther hears this from the living room, and she's like, <laughs> making a WTF face, for those of you who yeah. can't see. <laughs> Where are you? Can I can I see my son? Would you like no? Um, Would you like fries with that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would be safe. If it, just in case anybody's listening to this phone call. Please tell me my son will be safe. Of course, nothing will happen to your son tonight. I promise. Except for the thing that just fell. That wasn't him. Ah! 
not. <laughs> Nor did it fall on him. Mom, help! <laughs> he dropped his phone on me! <laughs> Call me first thing in the morning. Yes, ma'am. Can I talk to him again? Of course. And she hands the phone over. Okay. Do you stay in there? Uh, I kind of back out a little bit. Okay. Just close enough that I can hear, but... Yeah. You hear, like, yeah, I'm okay, Mom. They're they're okay. Yeah, I love you too. And then he hangs up and gives you back your phone. I'm gonna need your phone, Faye. It may be Trace, so I'm gonna have to do some things to it. Sure. It it may be traced. It may. I'm just gonna hack into it, make sure no one traced the call or anything I like that. I just don't that. think trace was the right term. I think tracked was it, maybe the term we really Uh <laughs> Am I the tech genius or are you just a failing bar owner? Okay, we're gonna pretend like this conversation didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you take our phone? Yep. Okay, what do you want to do with it? He smashes it. <laughs> I throw it out the window. <laughs> No one can trace this. Um, I'm just seeing if it, um, if there's any way that someone was tracing Tessa's phone or tracking us or. Faith. Faith. <laughs> Hopefully, Rewind. no one's tracing Tessa's phone. Hopefully not. The government's definitely listening, but that's <laughs> yeah. The point. Rewind. The government loves listening to our misconceptions recording sessions. <laughs> right. They're still talking about the uh, same kids. Uh, Haven't they figured it out yet? <laughs> we want to crack this. They're case. over here, like, solving it, pen and paper. Yeah. Well, it's obviously here. <laughs> well, if you look on David's phone, here are pictures yeah. of the screen. Yeah. Look, here are the, his notes. <laughs> <laughs> we could just send them to the crew just real quick. I have most of my notes written down so no one could find them. Except for when I went. Except for when <laughs> Tessa almost opened up my journal that one time. <laughs> but anyways, back to it. So, I take the phone to see if it um, anyone's tracking us. Mm. Or tracking Faye. Or just for um, thematic sake. Thematic? Mm. Drama sake, drama sake, like switch out the Sims or something. Okay. Uh, are you on a roll? Hmm. I'm trying to think if this would be a change the game or investigate. Investigate. Okay. So, using data mining, uh, plugging in my laptop to her phone okay. um and not and then using well i was about to say software engineer but i'm not really creating software no yeah think so data mining in in your laptop i think would work so an investigate with plus two what's a six <laughs> okay so you plug it in you uh, do all your tech things. Uh, while he's doing his tech things, what are y'all doing? Does X-Man seem calm? 
X-Men's asleep. Yeah, X-Men's asleep. Uh, Esther used her um, Inspire, Calm. Inspire Calm tag to like put him asleep. Yeah. And I'll say... After- oh, I'm sorry. Alex, no. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, Alex. It was Alex. I wanted to call his mom, right? Mm-hmm. Alex looks pretty terrified, but his eyes are very heavy. He like can't, keeps like nodding off wherever he's sitting at. Faye pops in Robin Hood, the Disney version. Yes. Okay. So you plug you plug in Robin Hood. Did you watch the Disney animated one? Yeah, yeah he's watching a Disney animated one with the the talking bear and the talking fox, and and he's sitting on the couch, kind of above where X-Man is sleeping and within 30 minutes he is conked out. I like it. I'll say that Ren also having watched this since I failed my role has conked out as well. Okay. Ren's also asleep. Real responsible buddy. <laughs> uh, do we want to do shifts again? I can take the first one. Yeah. Is everyone Okay. Better question is, are you okay? Yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> I just, I just don't see how we're gonna make it out of this with getting all those kids home. And I know that there's some that have already died, and I don't know. I don't know how anybody could do this to a group of kids. And then where are they even going to go if we get them out? Because their homes suck. Are their homes really as bad as they say they are? Or is that what they're brainwashed to think? I guess that's a good point. I don't know. I mean, Alex seems to like his home now. Bill, what happened when you took Scott over there? We should have gotten Scott. Oh, gosh. Um, there was a giant frogman in a tent, and he was pretty injured, and I'm pretty sure it was the thing that was climbing around the building, and he was uh, being protected by some scrawny kids, but I just wanted to get back to y'all. A frog? Yeah, a giant frogman. He reminded me of Nick, just kind of like, had... Uh, animal parts put on him or something. Hmm. He's lost a lot of blood. Did the short doctor and monster ring any bells for anyone else? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Was it supposed to? Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pause. What, like in game or like? Yeah. Do you remember Nick? Do you remember the alligator monster? Do you remember going to Promethean University and learning that Marcus Malcolm worked Do you worked remember that Esther got messed the F up? No, this doesn't have to do with Esther's memory. It has to do with your memory. You don't remember, Carrie. I am Esther. <laughs> <laughs> Esther is right. me. She's too far into her Daniel Day-Lewis mode. We'll never get out of this. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> He's a method actor. He, like, believes he is the character. Oh, I thought you said... He's meth. <laughs> well, I'm not. Uses meth. I do not. No. Um, no, but like there was Marcus Malcolm. Who's I do remember the okay. alligator thing in the kitchen. I don't remember a short doctor. 
Well, there is one chemistry press of blah, 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 blah. I also thought that we were, like, trying to think of a children's story that it was connected to. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know one. So, we can get back to the game now. Okay. Uh, so, Faye asked, did the short doctor and the monsters ring a bell with anyone? Obviously. <laughs> 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 You're all welcome. Okay. Well, obviously. Well, what had happened was. Oh man. Okay, so taking it again. Yep. Short doctor monsters doesn't ring a bell with anybody. It doesn't matter what I say. I like it. Bill doesn't ring on any. any Bill doesn't ring a bell. Bill doesn't ring a bell. Obviously. <laughs> God. Never can get past this question. You know, it really does. See, it doesn't matter what I say at this point. So that's why I was trying not to say anything, but nobody was saying anything. So just bust a freaking monster through the apartment and All be right, done with it. Here he comes. I said Nick. I said Nick already. I said that when I was talking. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, Nick, too, but I wonder if the short doctor was Jacoby? I mean, it could be Jacoby, but they also said that they, they said that uh, the music man was going to return with the doctor to help the frog man. So maybe there's another doctor. Because Jacoby is dead AF. Jacoby's not dead. Yes, he is. No, we killed Marcus Malcolm. We didn't kill Jacoby. Jacoby was Marcus oh Malcolm's my. professor. Oh my gosh. I need a notebook. It's been two years. <laughs> Thank goodness. Alright, somebody somebody re let's let's restart that interaction. Okay, so from where? From the obviously from the, from the top. Okay. Man, Take it forever gonna be so asleep. Take thirty-six. <laughs> I was gonna speak less this session. It's not, the it's same not your character. Six times. <clears throat> so does anybody think? <laughs> oh, we are loony. <laughs> we have a seven-hour recording session. On to a different place now. Oh my god. Okay, we can do this. this we can. We episode. can. Let's focus. Let's, let's focus. Let's, let's focus. Okay. Does any? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're taking first shift. Yeah, I'm taking first shift. Great. You'll go to sleep. You need it. You're forgetting everything. It's embarrassing. Okay, so I'll say that we don't have to have like the speed up montage of of this night. I think we just wake up in the morning. What what is your plan? What are y'all doing? What are we gonna do about the kids if we're about to try to track down Jacoby? Are we gonna visit our friends? <laughs> we Muhammad can't handle another scene with Muhammad and Woodard <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, no, I really was thinking though of texting Woodard and. Having him take care of the kids. Mmm, your first babysit play date. Got it. We're not going to hang out together. I'm going to go with y'all. And I'm not going to see him. I'm just going to text him. And we're not even going to talk on the phone. (laughs) 
Okay. Oh, by the way, while I was, while y'all were doing shifts last night, I was looking up this Jacoby person that you were talking about last night, and I did find a picture of him walking into a sewer or something like that with some monsters. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you showed me you had that clue. Yep. That's not how a clue works. So... Rin has a banked clue from a time he researched Dr. Jacoby. Do you want to ask me a question as the investigate move is written? I guess. Okay. So what is what is your question? That was my investigate clue. <laughs> so what is your what is your question? Are there pictures of Jacoby walking Jacoby with Music man, or like, is there pictures of like Jacoby with another character? Mm, like, okay. do we have like a picture of a music man or monsters or something that's shrouded by? Okay, the so are you trying to find like a picture of him going into the sewers that night? Mm-hmm. Okay, so before the um. Or the night of the explosion. Okay. So your question is, do we have a picture of Dr. Jacoby from that night? Yeah. Okay. Surveillance photos. Um, sure. Uh, I'll say that uh, you you find some pictures, and you had seen him. You had The time you had seen Dr. Jacoby, was, it was weird. You didn't see him around any malls or shopping centers or like pe- places where people populated at. Uh, you found a lot of pictures of him like slinking around the warehouse district down by the docks um, and uh, you're you scan that area and you see him and this frog man which Bill described and this guy who like has these lanky orangutan arms uh, getting into a van and then you find the next picture of them uh, parking next to, like, this huge sewage overflow, like, next to the water. Uh, and, like, the water is gushing out, and you see them, like, crawling into that from this C- CCTV uh, camera picture of them entering this sewage system. Uh, but he is not with another human. He is accompanied by these two beast people. Gotcha. So I have this photo of Jacoby that I found last night while I was doing some late night school searching. And? And we still know what Jacoby looks like. He hasn't changed. And he has another monster friend who looks like an orangutan. We don't have a picture on the music man, unfortunately. As you are doing this investigating, there's a knock on the door. Oh, no. Who would be knocking? Everyone's here. Esther! It's Harvey! Are you in there? He knocks again. Esther! Just a minute. Esther's gonna step out into the hallway. Okay. Oh, thank God. I... I should have checked on you before this, but things have been so damn crazy. Uh, are you okay? Let me see you. He, like, looks you, takes you by the shoulders, looks at you. I got a call from you, your friend, the other night. Said you were hurt, 
he needed help, but the time I showed up at the location, you were gone. What friend? The, the, uh, the nerdy one. The one that talks a lot. Mm. Are you... He called and said you were fighting bad guys and you were in over your heads and you were really hurt and that I needed to come help you. Well... I'm okay now. I should have checked in on you sooner. Yeah, but no harm, no foul. I mean... So you were at that house then? The one where we found, uh... He pulls out his phone and, like, scrolls through and he, like, shows you the body of the alligator monster with its head, like, twisted up and away from his neck. This... Uh, yeah. And did you also have anything to do with this? He scrolls to another picture and shows it to you, and you see a picture of the destroyed skyscraper. Um. And this, and he scrolls to another page, and you see this, uh, this, uh, this man with, like, orangutan arms on his little body, like, trapped in the rubble, dead uh, and it, it is the exact same one that you saw Rin just show you a picture of to be fair uh, I didn't see that thing alright Esther I know I'm not going to get anywhere telling you not to pursue this we're already past that you know I'm here to support you but what's going on I don't know. Why'd you close the door when you came out here? What do you got in there? Do you got more of these? I told you, I didn't see that thing. But you saw this one, and he shows you the alligator. Okay. One, I'm going to stop talking to you like you're a parent getting onto a teenager. Two, no, I don't have one of those in there. But they are still asleep. They? My crew! I guess as long as you... With your friends, I guess. You must be safe. But... Were you... Downtown on that rooftop two nights ago? Yes. Okay. Should have gone over here sooner to check on you. But between the monsters at that house, the explosion. God, I'm up to my I'm up to my nose and paperwork. What about all the missing kids? <laughs> Somebody else's problem right now. Why? Do you know anything about it? Is this the monsters and the kids? Are they connected? Are these the kids? No. But there were kids there that night. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we found them. And there's more of them. More of 
the kids. Yeah. Like, he like looks like he's gonna regret this question. Alive or dead? Yeah. What? <laughs> Come on, Esther, why are you being so dodgy? I'm not being dodgy. The problem is that I don't know anything. So you're going around exploding rooftops? Okay, I didn't explode the rooftop. What's news to me? It's news to you that I didn't explode the rooftop? You really think I'm going around exploding things? I don't know what's going on. I get calls from your friends on your phone. (sighs) About you being near death. And I know it's on me. I should have come and chuck on you sooner. Don't be dodgy with me. I'm not being dodgy. But there's a lot of stuff going on in this town and I don't even understand half of it. And I know there's crap you're keeping from me. What do you mean I'm keeping crap from you, Esther? What's with that picture? What picture? This one? He holds up his phone. No. The picture of you and dad and that chick. Lena? Yeah. What about it? You showed it to me before I talked about it. Yeah, but you didn't give me any information. I I told you we were friends. We used to run around together. Yeah, and then what? We... We, we ran around together. And then what? Now who's being dodgy? He's trying to mouth words. We run around together. And you see, like, blood start to come out of his nose a little bit. And as you're saying that, you feel like a tingle from the ring on your hand. And, like, the little gym set eyes, like, flare for a little bit and then quiet down. I turn it around really quick to, like, be on the inside of my hand. Look, I'm not trying to upset you. I'm just saying there's a lot. And I don't know half of what's going on. He wipes the blood from his nose. I just... I just want to... I just want to keep you safe, Esther. I get it, but how can I be safe if I don't know what I need to be safe from? I hear you. I want you to know I'm here for you. Don't, don't shut me out. Not shutting you out, but you're not exactly letting me in either. Which obviously you can't handle letting me in right now, and that's fine, but I'm just saying. Well, my shift started uh, 30 minutes ago. So I'm going to Get to it. Are you going to be okay? Yeah. Fine. Are you going to be fine? Always. Alright. He walks away. She goes back inside. Okay.
Hello friends, and welcome to the mid-roll section of episode 52 of Missed Conceptions. I'm your host, David White, and my microphone is not pointed towards my mouth. Does that sound better? Hopefully. Anyways, uh, wow, what about that tense conversation Esther just had with Javi, huh? Uh, what is Javi hiding? Is he hiding something? What is up with his bloody nose? Does he need some saline drops or something? Maybe we'll find out. But hey, uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Um, this episode is our last episode from the uh, the pre-baby recording blitz uh, that we did um, before, uh, you know, at the end of at the end of Carrie's pregnancy and before our baby was born. Uh, and I say that to say that our next episode that we released, episode fifty three will be all of us back around a table together again. Uh, I always prefer uh, recording episodes all together. Uh, kind of the reason we were not able to do these past, you know, couple of episodes was because Carrie was very uh, far into her pregnancy, and so we didn't want to risk traveling or anything, but we knew we needed to record some episodes before the baby came because we knew that, you know, once baby came, uh, we probably wouldn't have a whole lot of time or energy to record episodes. So this is the last uh, episode from that recording batch where Jaime is having to Skype in. Um, after that, you will get to hear his natural voice and the natural interactions between our characters, which I always prefer. Uh, and also, that next batch of episodes, starting with episode 53, will be the final episodes of season two are you ready i don't think you are some crazy stuff happens at the end of season two uh and we have already started looking forward to season three and the exciting things that are going to happen there i haven't nailed anything down quite yet but yeah season three is going to be a good season since this is the last episode of a recording session, we do have a geek out after the credits at the end of this episode. So stick around after the uh, the outro for uh, some out-of-character discussion and character advancement. Uh, this has been a really great month for our Patreon. I just wanted to say thank you to all of our past patrons. And thank you to the new patrons that have come on this month. Uh, it's been a really great month for our Patreon. It is so encouraging um, to see you know us building our fan base and to get fans that are so dedicated to this show that they are willing to, to give us money every month to help us keep doing it. Uh, of course, right now we're trying to get to that mark where I can afford to give paychecks to everybody. Uh, I would love to be able to do that. And, you know, uh, that's it's so encouraging. So thank you to our patrons. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to two new patrons that we have. The first is Gary Fowler. Gary, thank you so much for supporting us at the level you did. Uh, I have enjoyed uh, brainstorming character ideas with you on our uh, Facebook Messenger. And uh, I, hope that you, uh, I hope that you enjoy the character that you're working on. And I hope you get to play him soon. Our other new patron is The Mortuary Podcast. Uh, and, you know, we don't really do shout-outs to other shows, but I'm going to make an exception for The Mortuary because The Mortuary Podcast is a, a podcast done by Brock Baird, a longtime 
friend of the show. Uh, he did our original logo. He did the logo for our uh, our new show, Sins of the Father. Uh, but Brock is a cool dude. But Brock and Tanner, uh, the Mortuary Podcast is the podcast Brock and Tanner do. And it is a uh, for all of you conspiracy theorists or horror fans out there. The Mortuary is really fun. Brock and Tanner pick a different. Uh, how could I describe it? Like a like folktale, or uh, or strange happening in history, or you know, murder investigation, or something like that. And they break it down and they discuss it. And sometimes it gets a little spooky. But uh, the Mortuary Podcast, uh, run by two great guys. Uh, I really appreciate Brock. I really appreciate Tanner. And now I re- appreciate them even more. <laughs> because they are helping support our show. So, if you are into horror and uh, the macabre, uh, check out the Mortuary Podcast. And uh, with that, that's all the show notes I have. Don't forget about the geek out at the end of the episode. Uh, And how about we get back to that episode? What were y'all doing during that whole thing? I was in the room with the kids. Mm-hmm. I was making waffles. Faye saw that they were, like, taking care of the kids and stuff, mm-hmm. which is a bit of a role reversal. Um, You're saying that... Not that we're no, opposed to I'm that. saying red. <laughs> not men. Red. <laughs> um... <laughs> And anyway, so she was like standing at the door, totally eavesdropping. And like, I don't know if you're cool with this, Carrie, but like Esther like turns around and opens the door quickly and Faye didn't like move away from the door fast enough. Mm-hmm. So it was like a, and then yeah, Faye, so you like, hit Faye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like backs up a little bit. Hey. Besties forever. Okay. Yeah, she was totally eavesdropping on you while I was making waffles for the kids. Okay, y'all all suck. Like, <laughs> stop. So, Jacoby? Let's focus on the lead. Okay, what are y'all doing with the kids? Seriously, was going to text Woodard and Mahal. Okay, so you texted, I guess Woodard gave you his number, right? Yeah. Okay, so you text Woodard. Uh-huh. Uh huh. As we see you texting, do we, like, see, like, Woodard's, like, uh, name saved in your phone? Like, what does it have in it? Like, oh, kind of sure. similar to how Rin had, a, like, a, a million dots and a heart or a winky face next to Deja's name in his phone. Yeah, no, there's definitely hearts. And, like, when she types in, she doesn't even have to type in his name. Like, she just goes through his text messages and opens the, like, a conversation that's already going and um, has been going. Do we do we spy any other details in that text? Yeah, you see, like, five minutes after the kiss, there's, like, a, I miss you already from him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, a, I miss you more from Faye. <laughs> and it goes back and forth okay. of, like, literally just all this gushy stuff of, uh-huh. like, you're so cute. I love your hair. <laughs> <laughs> for like the last like you know yep 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 so it just goes on thing. and on and on yeah, yeah. yeah and then the text hey have some kids <laughs> right can you come babysit <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay 
and you get a text back. Sure, anything for you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so do y'all leave, or do you wait for Woodard and Muhammad to get there? Definitely wait, and I'll say that like Faye just gives like a quick rundown of like if he wakes up, he's gonna be really nope. <laughs> I don't know who that was. Yeah. Hey, he does this. <laughs> Um, hey, yeah, If so if this guy, X-Men, wakes up, he's going to be really um, defensive and stuff. And this kid, Alex, is going to eventually need to go home. His parents are finding a new home today. Um, so their number's written on the fridge, and um, they're pretty cool. So hang in there. And she, like... Okay. Oh, and X-Men may try to kill you. So watch to see if he's mumbling, kill, kill, kill. <laughs> <laughs> and L- Mohammed brought Luke with him. And so Alex and Luke are just standing there. And then they look down at X-Man sleeping on the, the pallet. And they just take a side step to the right <laughs> to get away from him. And Mohammed's like, oh, don't worry. If he tries anything, I'll just sit on his chest. That's what my brothers did to me. And Woodard says, well, we don't have to go that far, Mohammed. But uh, sure. Thanks for the warning, Faye. All right, uh, we ready? Yeah, let's go kill some doctors. I mean, let's go shopping. Damn it. Mess that one up. Yep. See you later, kids. Stay safe. Uh, as they run out, Faye, like, gives Woodard a quick kiss and then runs out. Okay. And then you run out. Mm-hmm. You gave Muhammad a quick kiss? No! <laughs> That's not what I said, is it? No. Okay. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Esther does. <laughs> and Woodard must be really jealous. <laughs> yeah. Muhammad's like, oh, hey. What's going on? Okay, so you... Uh, so where are y'all going? <laughs> you leave Muhammad and, and Woodard to babysit again. <laughs> Every time we visit them, we, like, drop off more children. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, the first time you met Mohammed, he was looking for kids, so now he found them. He gave him three of them. You want a kid, Mohammed? Here's a kids. There's three of them. <laughs> okay, where are y'all going? Where did you last say Jacoby was? Um, You, you have... The last picture you have of him is them climbing into the that sewer drain that goes into the la, 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 harbor. Uh, but you found a lot of pictures of him before that of him in the dock district. Did you say dock or dot? Dock. Like by the waterfront. So to the dock it is then? Yep. Alrighty. Okay. Y'all, y'all go to the dock district. There are uh, seagulls overhead. This as this actually isn't too far away from where Morty's is, um, but it's more industrialized. There's more warehouses. There's more like uh, shrimping boats and things like that. Um, this is the industrial waterfront district. Um, Y'all, y'all arrive here. Rin, you kind of find the CCTV that you've 
that you found those pictures in, but it's just like, it just looks like a bunch of warehouses. Is there like a security desk or? Or I would say that there's there's a there's not a security desk, but each of these um, warehouses like have keypads on them. So like whatever's like, it looks like a lot of these are like storage units for boats because a lot of them are like right next to the thing, or right next to the the waterfront. Um, but a lot of these. Uh, have keypads on the warehouse. Uh, Faye, or as, uh, ah, Tessa, what do you have? Is Amy Meldehyde still the receptionist? <laughs> you know what? Uh, sure. That can be, uh, that can be where y'all come to. You come to that place where you had that same fight with that f- same first, no, it was the second one. Because you first fought him at the dog pound, but this is where you fought Jimmy the Butcher whenever he was first getting the monster. Um, and yeah, so it is that open area. Uh, Amy Maldehyde is still, as far as you know, the attendant to this area. Um, yeah, y'all y'all arrive at this same area where you had this uh, gun or shootout and gunfight a year ago. Not a year ago. It hasn't been a year. Um, like a few months ago. She's still going to think I'm abusive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should go in. Were you my boss or my husband? I was your husband. Why wouldn't we just go in and ask questions in the first place? Why do we need the distraction at this point? Yeah, I don't think we need a distraction. I think she's friendly enough with Faye. She might just be able to... Like, talk to her. But I do agree that you need to stay outside. What are we wanting to find out from her? We're trying to find out if Jacoby has been around, if she's heard of Jacoby, things like that. I'll go in and talk to her. Okay. So Esther, with a shrug, walks into this this small office building. You look up there, is this, I have no idea how I... How I described her the first time. She's southern. She is very southern. I remember that, but I remember nothing about her physical appearance. Uh, but anyways, you walk in to see Amy Maldehyde from uh, from season one. Well, hi, honey. Oh, oh, how are you? Can I help you find something? Um, yes, actually, I was looking for a particular person. Well, all right. These warehouses not full of people, but sure, what you looking for, huh? Um, his name is Jacoby. Jacoby, Jacoby, uh, what's his last name, honey? Do you remember his first name? Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) said it. Yosemite. Yosemite. Have you you told us his first name? Yeah. Yep. I think, uh, I think Professor uh, uh, Walters told you. Marcus Malcolm Jacoby. <laughs> Damn. First name, middle name, last name. It was Dr. Kyle Walters. Yep. You don't have it written down? It was Piotr. That's why what I didn't write it down. Hell? I wasn't going to be able to spell that. Piotr Jacoby. Okay, so back into it. Does he have a last name? Actually, Jacoby is his last name. Uh, oh. His first name is Piotr. 
Piotr Jacoby. Well, all right, honey, I'll just look for that real quick. Well, all right, we have a Piotr Jacoby, and he is renting out Pier 11. Great. Thanks. Well, you are welcome as a plum, honey. I'll see you later. Bless your pee-picking little heart. Esther walks out. Okay. Esther comes out. Esther After seeing fan favorite Amy Maldahide. <laughs> Esther starts walking straight for Pier 11 and tells nobody anything. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, I cracked myself up. No. Uh, where are my hands? <laughs> not where. Gosh, you're going to say that joke. What are hands? <laughs> what are hands? Where are the hands? Uh, where are the hands? <laughs> well, he's renting out a pier. Number 11. <laughs> Sorry. It doesn't matter what Esther does. Everybody just laughs at her. We're, we're almost at eight hours recording today. We are so out of it. No, I was just thinking about if we're going to send a clip to Benjamin. I really want to say Fridge. It's Brandon Ferris. Brandon Ferris. <laughs> we're going to send a clip to Benjamin. Benjamin Fridge. Some... Someone someone besides Tessa will need to send him this message. <laughs> to Mr. Fridge, dear Benjamin, we think you are funny. What are so hands? funny. I especially like your quote, what are what are hands? Your quote. Your quote, where are your hands? <laughs> coin toss. A coin toss. I'm in a coin toss. Okay, so I made I met a new coin toss in there. Um, and she said that, uh, Jacoby is renting out a pier, and the number of that pier is 11. Uh, let's go look into it, right? Okay. You easily make your way to number 11, following the huge stenciled white letters on the side of these buildings. Uh, you get to we 11. We disguise ourselves. Okay. <laughs> How do you disguise yourselves? I dress up like Bill. You're right. <laughs> we we cross dress. <laughs> so Bill is dressed like Esther. Esther is dressed like Bill. Oh God. His face a dressed tight like little, a and tight leather dressed jacket. Like yeah, let me know how that works out. <laughs> yep. Okay, but that doesn't happen. So you find a fear number eleven. Um, and like most of the uh, warehouses here, it has a keypad on the uh, the front door. Uh, and it is buttressed up against the harbor. So it's like a, a waterfront um, warehouse. Smaller than most. Oh, this is easy. I place my hand on the keypad. Okay. Easily enough, you place your hand on the keypad. These electrical lines come out from it and ding! And the door <coughs> pops open. Don't mind if I do. You walk in. It is a dark room. There is a light switch right next to you. I assume you flip it. Yep. Okay. You flip it and you die. No, just kidding. You flip <laughs> it and the lights come on and you see um, it's like a storage. So there's like a cement U around a little bed of water. But there is a door pulled down over like the exit out into the harbor. This is obviously where you would keep a little skiff or something or a motorboat. Um, you see different mechanical parts and things, um, uh, but there isn't a boat here. 
the door leading into the harbor is pulled down. Um, and there's just like some different equipment and things scattered around. Are you sure this is the right pier? I mean, she said he was... I mean, she looked it up in the computer and she said that he was at Pier 11. Like, that's what he's renting or whatever. Doesn't mean he's here all the time. Um, can we look and see if there's, like, cameras pointed here and maybe Ren can look at... The feed? Uh, the feed or, like, the history of it. Like, poke... I'm gonna poke my head outside and see if I can look up and see if I see any cameras. Yeah, totally. There are cameras all over this place because people want to protect their property. Uh, and there's a camera pointed right at this warehouse and kind of out towards the the harbor. All right, Ren, could you, do you think you could get into that feed? Now maybe we might have to distract somebody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely probably could get into it. Or we could cause a big enough scene that oh. we bring Jacoby here. Mm. I guess I'm hacking into the CCTVs to see if when was the last time Jacoby was here. Okay. Uh, do I use your technopathy or like hack into it? Um, uh, technopathy and everything is binary. Okay. I'll just say that you like walk up and there's like an electrical line going down this pole that the it's like a light pole with a uh, camera fixed atop it so you just mm -hmm. kind of place your hand on that wire and like the electrical blue lines go up this wire into the camera and you kind of like in your mind's eye you can see the camera feed uh, when when do you want to search for um, the last or like seeing if he was there uh, the last two days like around the time of the um, building okay. explosion and everything okay so you you fast forward through this time and you see like a lot of movement out on the harbor as different ships come and go and you see different people driving forklifts and trucks back and forth in the the drive the driveway area um, but from here you see a small dinghy like pull up and go into this warehouse you can't they like go into the warehouse and then it's late at night and Jacoby and those two monstrous figures step out and this SUV pulls up and they get into the SUV and it pulls away. Um, fast forward a few hours, that SUV pulls back. Jacoby gets out, goes into the warehouse and you see that little dinghy leave and go out into the harbor. Um, you keep fast forwarding, fast forwarding, fast forwarding. That dinghy has not come back since he left and that would have been the night of the explosion um at the uh skyscraper so does that mean the suv is still here the suv is not there it dropped him off and then it went away like it was oh, okay. waiting there for them and then it drove with him and then it escorted him back here and drove away gotcha i didn't know if it so was two his. nights ago yes so that would have been two nights ago he has not come back here mm. so that is what you see ren what direction did the dinghy drive off in? Uh, from this camera angle, it's hard to see exactly where it went. It just looks like it went out. Are you, like, telling us this as you're looking at things? Are we all looking at it together? I was picturing this, like, in your mind's eye. Yeah. Because you're is, using technopathy. Head. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. 
you like tapped into the feed with your hand yeah yeah so are you saying anything as you're all right so it looks like someone comes and drops off jacoby and the monsters or at least one of or a couple of the times right so you looked at the last two nights or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you saw Jacoby arrive on the dinghy with the two monsters. They got into okay. an SUV and they drove off. A few hours later, the SUV came back and only Jacoby got out. Okay, gotcha. And he got in the dinghy and then the dinghy sailed back out. A motorboat sailed back out into the harbor okay. and has not come back. So it looks like... Maybe Jacoby goes off and creates these monsters somewhere else using the dinghy as a transport because he came on to the dock with the dinghy and the crocodile monster and the orangutan arrived. And then he came back a few hours later and it was just him. It wasn't a crocodile monster. It was the frog monster. Oh, the frog monster. It was the frog man and the orangutan man. Oh, okay, gotcha. My bad. So it looks like he arrived on the dinghy with the orangutan and the frog man and then came back a few hours later by himself, left on the dinghy, and he hasn't come back since. So we could just wait around the dock and jump him next time he comes back but who knows what he comes back with or when he comes back did you catch the license plate of the SUV oddly enough it was unmarked no license plate I'll slit your throat I mean the I'm assuming then if he's interact, you told us right. He's if he's interacting with the frogman and the orangutan, then he would have been the doctor that was going to go to the den, uh, to or to the layer, to help uh, heal the frogman or fix him up. But that was last night, wasn't it? It was two nights yes. ago. Yes, two nights ago. Last night was the night you were at the uh, the Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. So last night we were. Yeah. We were there. So you'd think he'd return by now. Oh, he's there, as we speak. Well, I mean, the CCTV shows that he hasn't come back. Right. Since the night of the... Since two nights ago. But I'm sure he's not just, like, out sailing the seas in a dinghy. I think he probably... Well, I mean, I would say he's probably creating monsters somewhere. Yeah. Or he's taking that to the sewer. Or to a sewer entrance. Um, you said there were boxes and stuff? Uh, yeah, like different equipment and things. Um, I want to go through those as they're, like, discussing. Okay. Um, go through some are different machine parts, like, to fix a boat and things like that. Um, there's a workbench uh, that looks like it has hardly been used uh, with a map on it. Can I tell what the map is of? Sure. The map is of the harbor district. So, uh... It's this bay that comes up against the the city. You can see, like, the area Esther's Bar is at. You can see this place right here. Uh, different loading ports and, uh, and like, park areas. Um, and in the middle of this harbor is an island. 
and the island is labeled Darkwood Penitentiary Center. Um, and you see like different areas labeled, but you it's just a map of the harbor. Hey guys, check this out. Ooh, an island. A scary dark island. A prison. Would we would we know David since we're like inhabitants of the city if this prison is like open or closed or Yeah, yeah, totally. Or... Uh I mispronounced the name. It was Darkwater uh, Detention Center. Not I don't know what I said earlier. This this is a very old prison. Uh it was run way back in the day and was shut down for inhumane treatment of prisoners and things like that. Uh it hasn't been open for years. Uh, it is well abandoned by now. When we talk about inhumane treatment, like, did it ever say, like, anything about, or was there ever any speculation of scientific experiments or anything like that? No. And you wonder, is that because there wasn't, or is it because the mist covered it up? Mm. Hmm. Looks like we gotta find a, find a ride. And almost on cue, you hear this chilling against the water, and you hear this cantankerous man in the warehouse next to you, Warehouse 10. This stupid thing never works! I wouldn't care if somebody just came into this warehouse and just stole it from me! <laughs> but I hope they don't! <laughs> so he closes his door, he types in the keypad, and he walks away. Go now. <laughs> yeah, we don't even see you stealing. We just That's cut to y'all in this old dinghy just <laughs> going across the water. And so you're you're trailing across the water, uh, making all haste out. Like, I, I guess, Faye, do you have the map held out in front of you? And so you have this map held out in front of you, and you close it. And as you close it, this mist is very thick around you, like a fog coming off of up off the water uh it's almost too thick to see through um but you keep going keep going keep going towards where this dark water detention center is supposed to be and as you get closer to where it's supposed to be you can see a scratchy shape silhouetted in the distance and your boat is going straight toward it end of episode That is it for this week's episode of Misconceptions. Thank you for listening. We will be back with our next episode on July 15th. Don't forget to stick around after the credits for a geek out during the credits session with the cast. If you have social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter to get up-to-date information about the show, behind-the-scenes pictures and photos, and just chat with us for fun. If you have an email, you can email us at misconceptionspod at gmail.com. This show is completely supported by the generous donations of our patrons on Patreon. If you would like to support us monetarily, please consider clicking on the link below to do so. City of Mist is an RPG created by Son of Oak. You can find more of their products, like the stellar new starter set, at sonofoak.com. The Misconceptions theme was composed by Aaron Wharton, and you can find more of his music at AaronWharton.net. 
And that is it for this week's episode of Misconceptions. For those of our fans that are in the United States of America, I hope you have a responsible and fun 4th of July. And we will see you back here next time. Keep it nerdy, y'all. was so that was supposed to be the one we did in uh the city that carrie used to live in (laughs) i don't want to say the name whenever we went to austin to record uh with jaime uh that last time in november that was when we were supposed to do this (laughs) Uh, but yeah don't have you stopped your recording yet jaime no let's geek out fast please Okay. All right. That was an eight-hour recording session. Ooh. Good job, everybody. Uh, let's geek out. What What do we want to talk about about that ep- that not episode that recording session? That was fun. I think that. Hurt points are going to be rolling, at least from Feyenoester towards Rin. Yeah. I think that's a safe bet. Um, yeah. Does anyone have any, any suspicions or working working theories or anything? Any burning questions that we wanted to talk about? Is the orangutan the music man? <laughs> No, but he is a musical orangutan. <laughs> Are we about to go to Arkham Asylum? You don't know that. But I do love that game. It's a good game. It's so good. A is lot of Tessa coming... going to kill her first person? Oh, I think so. Yeah. You don't mess with kids. Yeah. This is the unstoppable activist card, for sure. Oh, yeah? I don't know where my cards went. Another right here. Like coming into play. Yeah, yeah. Like this is her. This part of her character of the steal from the rich, give to the poor. Like mm-hmm. this is the whole Robin Hood aspect of her character. Yeah. But that just hasn't really. <laughs> the only thing is, one of the tags is be kind to others. <laughs> <laughs> We're past well it. then. Yep. But her weakness tag is soft spot for children. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So maybe that weakness tag is gonna compel her to act in a way that she normally wouldn't mm-hmm. yeah what about the rest of y'all man so much happened mm-hmm. yeah really i was worried about javi i didn't really like that encounter that was really good gaming though yeah i didn't like that his nose bled mm-hmm and then he just kept repeating the same phrase over and over. Yeah. I'm going to have to figure out... Well, we have it, a, a use for my new power tag. Yeah, what new power tag did you get? I can't remember. It's like a smoke bomb. 
Oh yes. Yeah, my character is not really like a super sneaky character, but where I see it being advantageous is like if there's a firefight, mm -hmm. because then it kind of cuts the advantage of somebody with a ranged weapon, kind of takes yeah, that away yeah. from them. So I, th I think it will come in handy. I just don't think it has yet. Yeah, totally. So during this session, uh, Esther, Rin, and Bill all got new power tags. Um, I think I think we decided we didn't want to reveal them yet. Like, kind of let them be revealed. Like, hey, we got a new power. Like, here, I'm gonna use it now. Uh, but yeah, so just in case suddenly they're using a new power tag that you've never heard of, they did get new power tags this session because they they took attention and uh, and got got those power tags and theme improvements. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? I was really pleased with my um, mm -hmm. the machine possession in the cavern. Oh yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. that was a good a good use of it. Because I was, I mean, even the crane. So, <laughs> off mic, Zach has been put on blast this entire day because we recorded that that first thing this morning and. We have not let him live it down this entire day. Uh, so it was nice to see him redeem himself with a machine possession. Uh, I took out the mafia guys. And children. And us. And then left us. You were to supposed reiterate. to go to the elevator. You didn't. Not my fault. David's fault. My fault? Why is this coming to me? We didn't make it to the elevator because of you. You didn't make it to the elevator because Jaime rolled bad. That's not Jaime's fault. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally Jaime's fault. It's not his fault that he rolled okay. bad. All right. All right. You really keep deflecting here, buddy, when you literally <laughs> knocked over <laughs> and collapsed the building on top of them. That was... We had some really good scenes this recording session uh, both times when we had un an insurmountable amount of enemies closing in on us I come in clutch <laughs> and save the team <laughs> uh, and almost killed them as well a bunch of junior high students with sticks weren't going to kill us <laughs> uh, I'm sorry bats wrapped with barbed wire <laughs> We have superpowers. <laughs> yeah, and he literally used held him. them on their forehead. You say put your palm on their forehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't reach me. It's, it's cute. And then I'm Bill just makes like you. a tattoo, a tattoo you. palm to like slowly push the kid away from him, <laughs> even further out of arm's reach. So are we ready to answer some questions? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Or did you have some? Tessa, what are you going to say? I was just going to say, I feel like we've solved a lot, but there's still not solved a lot. Like, we've definitely connected the Jacoby, some of the drug stuff, and mm -hmm. the Rat Pack. Yeah, what's that all about? Um, But we haven't connected still, like, the suicides and Jimmy the Butcher and the Mafia. Like, why would the Rat Pack be killing the Mafia? Because theoretically, they would all be on the same team. So... It's getting, it's kind of clearer, but actually even more confusing. Yeah. Maybe there's some inner mafia power struggling going on here. Ooh, like a territory battle? Yeah. 
Well, because, like, the mafia are there for the money and, like, the profit. But Jacoby talks about, and, like, Marcus Malcolm talked, or Marcus Malcolm talked about the holy war. That's right. Yeah. And so Jacoby's talking about this holy war. And so, like, sure, he worked with the mafia for their resources. Because obviously the good guys are not going to be creating monsters to be destroying and killing people. But I think the mafia for Jacoby is just a means to an end for this holy war. Mm-hmm. Same with, like, the wolf mask guy, person, individual. All right, let's answer these questions. All right. Who wants to go first? Jaime, you can go first if you need to. Yep. Hit me. There's three things I can answer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how has the crew grown this session? Uh, Recover burnt crew power tag or mark attention on a crew theme? Which character had the most meaningful interaction with you this session? Uh, Good or bad? Uh, Which of your themes is under the most strain? If it collapses, what new aspect will show up in its place? I'm going to answer how has the crew grown this session? And I am going to say apart. You think it's grown apart? I think, I mean, not like we're falling apart and we're, you know, we're going to all stop talking to each other, but there's definitely some relationship strain and uh, decision-making by Rin sometimes and uh, Esther and Faye's dynamic with a new love interest introduced and maybe some strain from having to take care of and figure out situations with kids because it's one thing to like, it's one thing emotionally to deal with adults but it's another thing entirely to deal with the well-being and safety of kids mm. especially whenever i'd see a kid that like reminds me of my son there's like a lot of psychological strain going on and it's it seems like tensions between people are growing higher and higher okay like we've had to table discussions already that we haven't even come back to yeah. so okay i don't know so, it seems like there's gonna be a lot to work so through. you want to assign the final crack to your crew theme conspiracy busters yeah i think so all right so we will we will be picking out a new crew theme next time we record. Uh, and Jaime, I want you to go ahead and roll a foreshadowing roll uh, to see what Jesse is up to, what's going to go on with her. And I think it has been, including this session, I think it has been three sessions since she last showed up. So go ahead and roll uh, with a plus three. Uh, nine. Okay. So she can show up, uh, but if she if she shows up, you get to like see her coming, kind of. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, who's next? I had some thoughts, and now I don't have any thoughts. Okay. Anyone else have thoughts? Um. What's the second question? So it's how has the crew grown this session? Which character had the most meaningful interaction with you, and which of your themes is under the most strain? I now remember if you want me to go. Okay. Kind of, um, and once he's done, kind of have it in y'all's head, you and uh, Tessa, what y'all want to do. Okay, so where are you done? So, with Ren, I mean, Ren's been, obviously, with his uh, crane situation, um, I would say the probably the most meaningful slash damaging interactions probably with Faye. Um, and so putting a hurt point towards Faye just because there's a lot of infighting. 
within okay. the group. So you think that interaction would would hurt you and Faye's relationship instead of help help you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you take one hurt point on Faye. How many hurt points do you have on Faye right now? Um. Now it'll be two. Okay. So now it will be two. So. Okay. I mean, I think definitely, um, considering, well, I think this is off mic, but Faye threw out the question, or Tessa threw out the question, that Rin may be working for the enemy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was totally af- uh, off mic. Okay. So, we all know that Rin had a vision from his mythos of, like, someone he has to kill to save the future. We have, or the audience, Zach and I know because we talked about it, have no idea who this person is. And Faye, or Tessa was kind of like, what if he's the bad guy? What if he's trying to kill us? That's why he dropped a crane on us. Uh, and Zach and I just left because we're not going to tell you anything. <laughs> Can you tell us if it's an NPC or a PC? No, I'm not going to tell you that. It was just such a question. No, I'm not going to tell you that. You shouldn't have to be so mean about it. <laughs> It would ruin everything. That would narrow it down so much. Well, yeah, that's kind of the point. <laughs> no, you're not going to do it. I wanted to make it easy. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, that's that. Um, so, the whole like witch theme is taking a... The most strain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like a tie between the bar and daddy's girl because... Um, I haven't been, like, in communication with Javi. I haven't been looking into that kind of stuff. Like, I've had to put that on the back burner. And, like, obviously, I haven't paid attention to the bar. Yeah. um, Mainly because I don't want to face it. Um, And so I don't know what replacing that will look like. Um, But those are definitely under some serious strain. Okay. So... Pick one of those. Uh, and the mechanical way this works is when you lose a Logos, your Mythos takes over. So your Mythos is Athena, the Greek goddess of war uh, and wisdom, uh, oddly enough. And uh, so think about, like, her powers. What would she give you? If she sees, like, this vacuum that's left in you, she's going to fill it with herself. Uh, what aspect of her will come about maybe more of the warrior okay so becoming more of a warrior Mm -hmm. so go ahead and flip over which one do you want to write that on the flip side bar or daddy's girl i guess the bar okay so in the back of the bar go ahead and write a become more of a warrior for your flip side so if you lose that you will somehow get a mythos representation of you becoming a a warrior of old of athena okay i dig it uh, and Tessa. Um, well, I want to definitely give a help point to Esther because um, we like. I feel like wow to Esther really is yeah okay. Why? I was just saying Bill saved you. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to give a help point to him too. I just hadn't gotten there yet. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, but I want to give a help point to Esther because I feel like our relationship is kind of back on track, and we were like helping each other a lot on the top of the roof as much as we could. Um. And we, like, joked around and stuff again. Um, and then I also wanted to give a help point to Bill for saving my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
Because we can answer more than one question, right? You sure can. Okay. Then, and this may be one that we have to come back to, because I know we tried to find the answer in the book for a different reason, um, but we couldn't find it, so we may have to ask Amit or the Facebook page or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but my fair maiden theme, the identity is someday my Robin Hood will come, mm-hmm. and all of the tags are related to like finding him. It's tracking true love and snooping around, and um, Robin Hood has been found. Yeah, totally. Um, and there is something in here about like your identity being your identity being solved. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll need to look that up probably off mic. Yeah. Uh, since it's late and we've been recording for eight hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but looking that up and yeah, because you're you found Robin Hood. So how is your identity going to change? Like, what's your new core statement? about yourself going to be. Um, so, yeah, totally. So, yeah. That's just an exciting thing to look forward to that hopefully will be resolved by next session because I'd love to get something new. Yeah, totally. Um, well, that was a great recording session. I think we are all thoroughly exhausted. But, uh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm so proud to have friends that that will play this game for eight hours with me. Uh, yeah, this this is good. It's a good day. And I'm going to stop recording now. <laughs>